You want to go ahead and talk? <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Great I mean, Synchronicity is a great record. I think maybe it's just like oversaturation or... You heard like, too much thing on the radio when you were a kid? The bullshit white guy reggae stuff that... Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the, that's his solo stuff more, I'd say, more than... The influences in the place that so you can hear, like, the reggae beats and stuff like that. Yeah, like the walking but, on the moon and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm saying there, it's not that it's not in the police, but I think more his solo stuff was like, like the Dream of the Blue Turtles was super white guy reggae influence. Yeah, fuck all that. I don't, it's one thing I don't like. It's, it's white guy reggae. Like, it's just, I've always had this deep, deep rooted hatred for white guy reggae. <laughs> what other white guy reggae is there? I mean, there's, there's so, you look like snow. It all makes sense now. I don't I mean. I, I was called snow when I was a kid, but that's s- why this is this is what happened. Okay. I no, it's more it's more working in modern rock radio and Sublime. Oh, I don't mind Sublime too much. And then like the Sublime yeah. cover band, the like Long Beach Dub All Stars. Now that I don't around. like, but Sublime I don't mind. But they the were, Long Beach Dub All Stars, I could give a shit less. They were raping the corpse of Sublime to make money, so they didn't have to like get jobs and stuff. They were just saying that's a, that's a funny. That's like a, I think that's a good. I think that's a good analogy there. Yeah. I mean, didn't they just get some other guy to sing that used yeah. to be the guy's yeah. friend? They it'd, say, be like, it'd be like if, if I died, and then you're like, hey, I just need somebody else to do word bros. Come on on. They yeah. Anybody else <laughs> with. If I find me some other guy with a beard, and then we can do word bros. <laughs> That's all it is, just so they don't have to get jobs. Like, they didn't want to work at well, I, Walmart I or any of that stuff. No, man, it wouldn't be the same, but, like, they're just, you know, just bring, <laughs> bring me a fat guy with bad tattoos. And let's do some white guy reggae. <laughs> let's rock this out. I don't I mean, want to. You're a bad fish too, Bob. I don't want to go work at Ace Hardware or Home Depot. That's lame. <laughs> I don't want to be a roofer for my whole life. I want to continue playing my crappy white guy reggae. So let's let's I go. Mean, let's let's do I this. I don't have an argument. There's no leg to stand on. You're completely right. There is. Oh God, that's no. why there is no leg to stand on. No, there there really isn't. Can't really argue against your your hate of um, white guy reggae. It's not a fan. And it's mainly just from working in modern rock radio because Sublime was one of the biggest bands that we played. And there's like that other one that's like the metal version of Sublime. What they called like Skin Dread or something like that. I don't like, even know those dudes. It's, uh, it's it's pretty bad, dude. And then there was the, yeah, the white Jewish guy, Modest Yahoo. Do you remember that when that was a thing for a while? Yeah, I do remember when that was a like, thing. I dated a girl that was really into Modest Yahoo, and I was like, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I felt the same way. It's just like, eh, it's okay. Like, it's not great. Like, it's, 
it's all right. Like it's Jewish. That's a Jewish guy like ripping off reggae and making it Jewish. Yeah, okay. like dancehall reggae. It's, it's like dancehall. It's Jewish dancehall reggae. I'm okay. They made it kosher. I'm good bring with that. Me Shaba Ranks. I'm sure Shaba Ranks would like to do something. Shaba. Yeah, bring me him. <laughs> I I like Shaba Ranks. I love Shaba Ranks. So like Maxi Priest's son. Maxi, Maxi Priest, Priest is great. the jam, dude. That dude was just phenomenal. Yeah, that is. He awesome. had those long dreads, and he had some good. He had some good tunes. You know, maybe after we're done recording tonight, I'll turn on some Maxi Priest. I, I think you should turn on some Terrence Trent Darby because that Wishing Well song is underrated, man. Terrence Trent Darby had another record come out at one point that was pretty good too. What was it called? Um, I've only heard the Wishing Well song ever, like, but I like the song. I was like, this song, is, it always makes me happy when I hear that song. Yeah, he had a couple records. It's a great song. Yeah, Wishing Well. That whole first record was really good. Really? I didn't even listen to the rest of the I've only heard Wishing Well. So. Well, he had Wishing Well. What were the singles on that record? Um, Wishing Well, and there's another one about um, Sign Your Name Across My Heart. If You Let Me Stay, Sign Your Name, that was another one. Dance, Little Sister. He must have been big over in the UK because, yeah, I, I remember Wishing Well. That was a good-ass well song. Sign Your Name. Um, I, I, liked, I liked both of those songs. I want to say that, like, in 93 – was it 95? No, it was 93, I it think. Was, it was high school music, so yeah. – Yes, this was the record that I remember, too, because I got it from the library. Symphony uh, – Symphony or Damn was the Terrence Trent Darby record. And I think he, she kissed me. Do you remember that song? She kissed me and she put it there. She kissed me there. Yes, 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 yes. Kissed me there. I think that's, you know what? I could have just completely made that up. No, no, no. You're right. I think you're right. I think you're right. He had three singles off of that record. You're right. Yeah, that was a good song. Uh, Where is it? That's an underrated song, man. I think I think that should be our jam of heroes. We should be like, wish me love a wishing well. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'm listening to Terrence Trent Darby. In your headphones? Yep, that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep, that's it. That was a good-ass tune. I remember that one. Man. Yeah, all of the tunes are cool. I, remember, I don't know. Maybe Terrence Trent Darby's a genius. We just forgot. I I think you might be right. Or just nobody I, I nobody Dr. cared. Everybody was like, "Man, Trent Trent Jarby, you." Fuck Everybody was into Fine Young Cannibals. Nobody gave a shit about him. <laughs> no, now he's got a new name. Uh, the Rye. Yes, he is a new dude now. Apparently, he's, he 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 just just gave himself a new name. Like like he was a spy or something. Like no, James I want to say he f- religion. Mm, okay. Fair enough. I was just like, he just made up another name for himself. He's like, well, the other name was working, so I just revitalized my music career by making myself another name. I was like, Damn. he adopted a new name, uh, San Sonata Maritra, which says relates to a series of dreams he had in 1995, though it does not have any religious affiliation. The, oh, name, the name means rebirth in Sanskrit. He legally changed his name six years later on 2000. Uh, and one, Terrence Trent Darby was dead. He watched his suffering. And it's a very dramatic. Died a noble death. After intense pain, I meditated for a new spirit, a new will, and a new identity. I want to, okay. Uh, look at that dude. He, he made himself anew. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. I can, I can dig that. Now I got to see what this cat looks like. <laughs> you want to see if he held up from 93. That's like, what's this dude all about? I remember Terrence Trent Darby. He's going to be bare-chested with the leather jacket on. Ain't nothing changed but his name. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. I ain't never heard a... 
I mean, that's cool that he changed his name though. That like, you know, he seems like he had some good reasoning behind it, I guess. I mean, who no, am I? I? I mean, I think that's a really cool idea, but I wouldn't go change my name. Looks kind of the I'd same. Say he personally, I wouldn't. Now I want to hear what his music sounds like. You going to listen to it? I mean, I'll try it. I don't know. Yeah, What's the worst that like? could happen? No, I mean, it could suck, but other than Yeah. That. And I've listened to crappy music before. We had this conversation on Dork Trek the other night. We were taught, which is the Star Trek podcast I do. And if I you know, know, I've heard it. I'm telling the listeners, Kevin. Oh, oh. If you've never heard Dork Trek, it's like a really. Oh, I didn't d- even know you were recording. Duh. Yeah, it's a really dirty version of us talking about episodes of Star Trek. It's very fun. We've been it's doing triple X. Uh, it's triple X. Captain uh, James T. Kirk. So. Yeah, it's really good. I, we've been doing that podcast for seven years. It's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I've lost my track. Oh, we were, talking oh about, we were talking about yesterday, the band U2. And okay. um, we were talking about that song, Beautiful Day. You remember that song? That was like their big comeback song because they had that. supposed pop, to be, yeah. They had that pop record that nobody cared about. And then they had uh, that other record, I guess, All You Can't Leave Behind. That shit came out in 1998. It's been 20 years. U2 has been around making music for like 40 years. Holy shit, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. they have. Because yeah. Boy came out when I was a little kid. Yes. Yes. Walk away, walk away. Walk away, walk away. U2 has been making records for like 40 years. Holy shit, that means like Bono is like 60 years old. Holy Bono has to be like 70 years Hold old. Hold on, I have to Google this now. <laughs> boy, the, boy, the song, the record Boy came out. I was a little kid. They were, I, I'm looking at a picture of them performing the Boy Tour in 1981. See, I said I was a little kid, I was right. Okay, let's see. The Record War, their third album came out in 1983. He's 58. He ain't even 60, dude. There's no fucking way he's 50. I mean, I guess... Paul David Houston, born 10th of May, 1960. I guess if they started at like 18, then it makes sense. I mean, they must have been in a band since they were like 13. Like in in Ireland, they start young, man. Boy, boy, the (laughs) the record of Boy, the record Boy came out in 1980 they've been a band for like 40 years they've been big for 40 years so it, it, boy was their first album you're saying then i guess there was another record called three that i don't know it's like he, a was, he would have been he would have been exactly if it came out in 81 he would have been 21 when boy came out yeah so that makes sense then. But, but think about that they've been a band they've been huge for 40 years Good lord. Yeah. That's kind of crazy when you That's think. fucking bonkers. Because huh? people thought you two were done after like Octune Baby. They're like, oh, this band's over. I mean, I didn't really like that record. You, I, had, you, oh, you, man. You, you, me, and Fredo had that, had that discussion. I mean, I don't hate it. Like, it's my least favorite U2 album of the time. It's not a, it's not a terrible album. Like, it's very poppy for them, though. You could tell they were going, where they were going with, like, the, was the next one that came after that? Like, Zuropa? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you could tell they were going in that direction, and I wasn't super into it. But, I mean, um, it was very much of the times, and I went to see them because the Pixies opened for them, and I like the Pixies. The, uh, the Unforgettable Fire, the classic U2 record, came out in 1984. 
Holy shit. Yeah. Feel fucking old. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what's going on. 40 years of rocking for you two. That's a lot of rocking. That's a, I mean, that's when you stop and think about it, you're like, yeah, because that song, Beautiful Day, that song came out like five years ago. What are you talking about? That was like five years ago. Really? No, it was 20 years ago. Because oh, okay, they play it on the freaking, I was going to say, they play it on the damn like supermarket. Like the weird thing is, since I work in sales in the supermarkets, I hear like the same shit all the time. So it's, it's, it's mostly really terrible stuff. There's a couple stand standouts but like everything else sucks so a beautiful day is one thing that they play all the time in the supermarkets and i'm like oh god please stop just it's enough it's enough bono i get it dude you're like you're no longer mad about anything it's cool it's cool dude i'm still pissed that was 20 years ago he might be mad again i'm pissed that i'm in this grocery store listening to you sing this song i wouldn't mind listening to that the kroger up the street for me here in mount washington if you ever come to cincinnati and you find yourself in mount washington the kroger that I go to a lot. They play some, I heard like Welcome to the Jungle one night at the damn grocery store. That's, was, it, was it like at night night? Uh, it was after dinner time. So I'll tell you the weirdest thing I've ever heard because I have to start work at weird times sometimes. Like, you know that, that's what we are talking about with Metal Shark. So I've been in a Walmart at 3 a.m. and they're playing stuff that their crew wants to hear that's stuck in their shelves or whatever. And they're like, welcome to Walmart Radio. Uh, right now we have a request from Darren out in Texas. We're going to listen to Pantera Walk. And I was like, nice. what the fuck? This is amazing. That's cool. Yeah, I'm like, I can't believe they're playing this at Walmart. But it is actually 2 a.m. And who the fuck's in Walmart at 2 a.m. but weirdos who want to hear this? And drunk people. <laughs> yeah, so they're going to be like, yeah! You know, so. I got yelled at at a Walmart uh, at like 2 a.m. because I, when I was working in radio and drinking a lot, I went, <laughs> I went to a Walmart and I was looking to buy some, God knows what. And I was just walking around Walmart smoking cigarettes. And, and this lady was like, in you can't smoke. Store? Yeah, yeah. I was just smoking in the store. And she was like, you can't smoke in here. I was like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm like, I was... <laughs> That's amazing. Were you in your pajama pants? I no, I was. This was after like a club night. Like I had been working oh, okay. at a club because part of my radio gig was to do like club nights where you know local DJ hangs out at said bar <laughs> and gets completely wasted, and afterwards goes to Walmart and smokes cigarettes when walking around the grocery <laughs> store, telling people that they can't boss him around. That was that's me. That was me. That's oh, why I don't drink Metal anymore. Shark uh, short where he says that you can't. Uh, you can't talk to me that way. You can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me what to do. Where were you putting the cigarettes out on? Just on the floor? Yeah, I just ash it on the floor. <laughs> you just didn't give a fuck. No, I mean, you know, when you're a raging, I, I when you're a raging alcoholic pseudo celebrity. <laughs> Bob's life after pseudo celebrity. Now there's like normalcy and and uh, ice cream runs at three a.m. <laughs> it's a different existence, man. Well, yeah, so welcome back to Word Bros. We haven't recorded in a really long time. We got really swamped and kind of busy with pitching and Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, we're, we're, we're actually talking about, uh, now, if you, if you guys think this is a bad idea, maybe we'll put up a poll or something, but I think it's a good idea, and so does Bob. We're, we're going to let you guys listen to us play Dungeons and Dragons with, with the group of D&D. And it includes Rich Duak, who's been on the show. Yeah. Um, who, who is is also a, a comic book writer, and he's yeah. going to be doing uh, Wailing Blade. Uh, the, our DM is a tattoo artist, so it's very art-inspired D&D. Uh, there's a couple other guys in there that um, are just comic book fans, but it's 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 three writers, a, a DM who's a tattoo artist. So, I mean, come on. Should be cool. 
I mean, if we, we may do it, we may not. Depends. I don't care. I just want to play D&D and make comics, and I think we're well on the way. To doing both. Yeah. <laughs> Over the weekend, the previous weekend, Kevin and I and Drew Moss were in Huntington, West Virginia, hanging out. And that was a great time at Tricon. That was really great. We got to hang out and enjoy each other's company and, and be friends. And I can't stress this enough as a comic book creator and just as a creative in general. You live such a, a, a solitary life, solitary existence. You're by yourself, typing on your computer. You're at home. You're writing, you're drawing, you're doing whatever it is you're doing. You're doing these pages. When you get the opportunity to do a show, especially to do a show with people that you love and that you care for and that you consider almost family, because I consider Kevin and Drew family. Like I love both of these dudes. When you get the opportunity to do a show with them, do it because the time that you spend, you will cherish and treasure every waking second of it. It's just it makes the whole business worth it. It makes all of it worth it. The alone, the, the solitary evenings, the, 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 the hours at your keyboard, it makes it incredibly amazing. I agree. I, I think always hanging out with you and Drew and, and is a good time. And we always just do stupid things. Like it's, <laughs> it's literally like three 12-year-old boys at a sleepover talking about Dungeons and Dragons and uh, making jokes about and about things and and farting and, and giggling and just gig- the the amount of, a giggling, lot of giggling yeah. it was preposterous and we got to meet well I got to meet because I never met uh Rafer and uh, and his lady friend Andrea so that was really nice uh, Rafer Roberts who we recently had on the podcast so we got to talk we got to hang out with him because I'd never met him Kevin met him last year in Baltimore what a nice guy it was a really fun time then we got to see other friends like James Maddox, James Maddox. who, who yeah. runs the show who we've been trying to get on the pod forever I guess he's got a line webtoons thing coming out we saw him and chris charlton and a bunch of other folks that we know and like so it was a, it was a really really fun time yeah we had a great time new yep. shows get out of your house get out of your comfort zone justin stewart he was there justin too. stewart i love justin stewart i love justin Sean pryor who works Sean for pryor. action lab it's just it was a great time it was just so nice to see people and and to talk to people that you like talking to and 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 just being social it was so much fun and i got to wear a, a neckerchief and i got another one i bought another one at old navy the other day this thing is this thing is badass i don't even know if i'm badass enough to wear it yet but i can't wait to break it out is it like leather and studded are you gonna be no. like Ralph alford okay no i'm not gonna be a leather queen friend i'm gonna <laughs> wear it's pink and purple with paisley on it and stuff like it's amazing oh, okay okay it's a different kind of awesome okay. yeah it's a different it's, kind it's of so awesome. badass i can't wear it yeah. i'm like thinking it's like spiked collar no, it's not spiked it's not a spiked collar it's like pink and purple and paisley you're gonna like break out rob halford stuff i was like oh, okay yeah. cool I'm good I, with mean, that. I would i mean if i get bored enough in my existence i may perhaps become like a, a well because it was just really weird I mean, the first time I ever, I ever saw Rob Halford as an adult, uh, I saw him as a kid and do his priest videos, but then he went bald. So, like, he looked completely different. Yeah. And the first time I ever saw him, he was just wearing, like, nothing but leather with a weird porn stash. And he was, he was one of the first guys who accepted baldness and just shaved his head. There's, yeah. there's some trendsetters, like the, the great actor Telly Savalas, of course, and Rob Halford is another one that just, like, you know what? I'm getting rid of this. I'm not fooling anybody. Everybody knows I'm bald. I'm just going to be bald. I respect that. I just didn't recognize him. And I was like, who is this? What? And it was in, he was in a different band. He wasn't in Judas Priest anymore the first time I saw him. And I was like, this is really crazy. That guy can sing his ass off. I had no idea it was Rob. And they're like, that's Rob Halford, dumbass. And I was like, oh, cool. Now, as your friend, you sounded like 
butthead who was with you. That's Rob Halford, dumbass. <laughs> it was like that. Yeah, it was, it was like that. It was, it was totally like that. Cause I was like, I didn't. Rob Halford, I remember seeing him with blonde hair being like, breaking the law. Like, yeah. that's the, like me as a kid seeing him. And then you see him as an adult, and I'm like, oh, I'm like 23 years old. Uh, who the fuck is that dude? He can see that. Now he's a blonde guy. <laughs> so, like Rob, like Bob said, we've been really busy doing lots of comic book stuff and other stuff. So, um, all the stuff we're doing finds homes or gets placed, or even if it doesn't, we're we're still happy to have. We got some good shots. We got some good things shaking. We do. So, we may be one for one. The Metal Shark Bro, we printed some preview copies if you're going to be at Heroes in Charlotte, North Carolina, and you can find us. We'll have some copies. You can find us at either, uh, well, some of the time we'll probably be walking around, like being social, but um, usually one of us stays posted with Drew to help him out, and then the other one gets to walk around. Um, And if that happens, like Drew's table is... Hold on, let me find it. And I can tell you where to find it. 1301, I think. Something like that. I I think you're close. 1358, something like that. It's on his... There it is. 1306. Artist Alley 1306 is true. That's a good spot. And we're going to drop stuff off with Walter, which I don't know what table he's at yet because I don't think he's posted it, but I'm going to look on his site just in case he did. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. Here's is going to be fun. Because Walter drew it, and Walter's awesome, and he'll be there too. So it's the it's one of the few times that all three creators get to be together. So nope, he has posted it, uh, and he is at Artist Alley, Table AA, fourteen twenty one. So I'm, you know what? I've never even met Walter in person. No, this will be the first time you've actually met him. We we've talked in video chat before the three of us have, but we but Bobby has never met him. And I have to bring him some sour beer because I know he's a big fan. I'm bringing him some as well because they they don't get many sour beers in Florida where Walt lives. So. Um, and he looks forward to it. So, and he's a great guy. So. Yeah, he's a good dude. I got to get him because Cincinnati has their Ryan Geis Brewery, which is their big, cool dude brewery that they make all their stuff at. It's a pretty cool place. Um, Stephanie likes some of the beer. She said right you now they have. I come visit because I like to drink. But I have to. Fi- okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so I have to find him this um, this sour beer. What is the name of this? That's the sour beer. I gotta look. I don't know. I because I don't know anything about beer because it makes me angry because beer's become too complicated. Oh, so, yeah, I mean, you were, you were saying that in Kentucky because I was I was being a beer snob and you were making fun of me. But, yeah, that, but I mean, I am. I just beer. drink fucking PBR or Miller High Life and drink thirty of them and get fucking wasted. Like, what are you doing? Like, what does it even matter? That's what I was You're telling like a friend Andrew, of mine. Andrew WK about beer. Like, just get fucking wasted. That's what I was telling a friend of mine last night. Like. If you're doing it right, you can't taste it after a while anyway. And that's why, and that's why I don't drink any. I mean, I like stouts. So, like, stouts and uh, lagers and, and the pilsners, the darker – well, the pilsners not a darker one. So, the darker beers, like stouts and lagers, I like. I don't like – I mean, that's – I thought I didn't like beer. See, like, that was my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's possibly VCU's fault. They're like, oh, PBR. I'm like, this is awful. I will never drink that. Like, yeah, but, the, but I mean, when you're drinking PBR in college, the whole point of drinking PBR in college is to get fucking wasted. It was, it was awful, yes. I wonder if Walter like this. This is a pressed tart. Brewed in collaboration with the gaming gurus at 16-Bit, which is a bar downtown. It's a 16-Bit bar. Is a Berline-style 
wassail fruit beer bramble smash with marion berries and blueberries rich in fruit forward see beer's not supposed to taste like that. um beer's well, not supposed to taste like that beer is supposed to taste like fucking piss water that if you drink enough of it you'll get totally fucking well, no no yes. because yes, the stouts i drink are always they always taste good that's why i was telling you guys to smell that stout because it smelled awesome like it tasted awesome. Ooh, this sounds good for you kevin uh this malty yet sneakily smooth robust porter simmers with tones of milk chocolate uh carb carb Carob and light molasses. Carob, carob. Okay, fancy. That sounds good. I would drink that. That's just. I like dark beers, so like any dark beers with that. Like the the one the one beer was called Samoa. This Samoa. This Samoa. My butt. Like Samoa is like Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, it tasted. Yeah, like but that's a, not what beer is supposed to taste like. I'm telling you, it tasted like I'm enjoying stout. Had a. I main, understand that, but main. that's not what beer is supposed to taste like. Beer is supposed to taste like fucking piss water, and you're supposed to just drink it and stand it long enough until you get fucking drunk. I don't know. I'm gonna disagree because because that beer was amazing. I'm not, man. I'm I could I could have drank like a bunch more of that. Yeah, and this is what. But the, I think we're we're getting to the root of why. <laughs> I don't drink because yeah, yeah. I mean, I, told, I think I've told this story before and it's a fun story that I've told my wife and I were hanging out somewhere. And this is after I'd quit drinking. It'd been about a year, maybe two. Now oh, you'd like this one. Cafe Inc. and Imperial Stout, Kevin. I would like that. Yes, I like Cincinnati's roasted coffee beans. Yes. Any coffee beer I like. Yes. Yeah. But Kevin and I, my wife and I were hanging out and I was, we were at a bar and there was just people hanging out and nobody was fucking wasted. And I'm like, what's happening here? She's like, what do you mean? It's like, how come nobody's like knocked down, drag out, drunk, being carried out by their friends? Don't people drink like this? She's like, no, you do. That's, you are the person that drank that way. And it's like, oh, all right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get a buzz and I stop, even at Heroes. Like when we go to Heroes, I usually stop once I get a buzz. I might have one more after that, but I've never been completely wasted at Heroes. I've been, I've been close. You've been pretty close. You guys make fun. Like I was pretty close. You guys were all joking me for stumbling in the room, but I was, uh, you're pretty close. No, I was close though. I'm not going to, I told you guys the next day and Drew was like, I thought you were wasted last night. I was like, nah, I was close though. Like a couple more. I'd have been good. It'd have been it. I'd have been wasted, but I've never been. I, once I get buzzed, I usually cut myself off. I'm like, I got a buzz. I'm good. I don't need any more. That's real responsible, you friend. Well, I mean, that's I mean, that's good though. That's why you're supposed to. I mean, like, and if you, you know, responsibility and 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 what's the word I'm looking for here? Moderation and, and being a grown up. You know, like uh, uh, you know, in college, you don't you don't know what anything about moderation. Yeah, or that. so being a grown up and all that stuff. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, because I don't know, man. Uh, it's uh Drinking as an adult is different. Like, I don't get hangovers. I stay drunk, and, and staying drunk at a con is not good because the next day I'm cloudy-headed. I stay drunk, son. I just stay drunk. I haven't had a hangover my entire life. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, like, I just stay drunk. So staying drunk is bad when you got to go to work the next day or do something like be an awesome comics professional because you're not drunk. so awesome. Because I'm like, I'm still drunk, and somebody's going to say something ridiculous, and you'll be like, man, fuck off, son. <laughs> you're drunk. So you can't do that. It's not I stay drunk, son. I stay drunk, so you know, I mean, I, I, the last time I I stayed a little drunk was at MarsCon with Robert, and somebody said something dumb at the table, and I was like, "That's not true." He did, Robert with his hearty laugh busted out laughing. He's like, "You just called that dude out." And I was like, "I wasn't trying to, but I just couldn't handle it anymore." Like he was sitting here spewing a bunch of shit that I, I didn't stay drunk. Through. I was like, "Man, 
I stayed drunk from last night. He's like, did you really? I was like, yeah, dude, it's only one o'clock. I'm still a little drunk from last night. That's why I've been drinking water all day. It's really funny. He's like, dang, you ain't sobered up yet? I was like, man, I had a lot to drink last night. I had a lot, a lot. <laughs> like, when they gave me stuff, I was like, that was, like, I, I usually stop when I get a buzz, but I knew I didn't have anything to do. I had no responsibilities to wake up to in the morning, so I, I just went and got I got went, I got a lot toasty, but it stayed with me through the half of the next day. Right. Around three o'clock, I was sober. He was like, "I can't believe, can't believe that went away." I was like, "Oh yeah, it takes a while to sober up, but I'm good yeah. now." That's cool. No, it wasn't cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So there you go. But yeah, so we'll be at Heroes. What next week? This time we'll be at Heroes. It will, it will be next. Yeah, next Thursday around this time at night we will be together again, yeah. like a Muppet song. And we are also excited, too, because I guess starting July 3rd, we are going to be launching our Kickstarter for Metal Shark. Metal Shark, bro. We have to do some chatting and figure some stuff out with a couple people, but it's coming along pretty well. And hopefully we will have the, the Kickstarter on july 3rd so i'm pretty sure it will have it on july 3rd whether well, or not we have to because every that's what all the promotional material says so this thing's going live july 3rd so, whether whether or not all the rewards will be figured out but we got a couple weeks we can bang our heads together figure out what we want to do some some enamel pins some patches some pin, we're trying to line up some pinups now maybe some, we'll do uh, an exclusive metal shark bro kickstarter word bros where we have walt on and we talk about how all the stuff, the behind the scenes behind Metal Shark Bro, because there's a lot to, to, might, that went into Metal Shark Bro. Might not be the worst thing in the whole wide world. No, it, it, it's actually a really entertaining story. When we when we told the story to other people, they like it. So, so it's, it's a weird story how that, how that book came about. But it's fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about Metal Shark Bro. I'm excited. I'm nervous, and you're nervous too. Oh, but, yeah, of course I'm nervous, because we, we're asking for a pretty hefty sum of cash. But we're asking also to do a complete trade so everybody gets the whole story right then and there. We don't have to go through it. There's no more rigmarole. You fund this one thing, and you got the whole book. Yeah. So, and and if, if you like it and you want us to do more, the best way to let us know that is to to overfund the damn thing. Yeah, so we know. Kickstarter. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens. You know, I'm super nervous about it, but you know, but I'm we're super stoked too. I'm I'm excited about it to bring yeah. it into the world. People seem to really okay. Now, here's the other thing that that we didn't mention. We had done an Ashcan print just to use heroes, but we used and 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 just to be to tell you guys how amazing uh, comics Wellspring is. Yes. So, um, Bobby decided to, that we, like we talked about it. He said, "Okay, I'm going to go ahead and send off for this." So he did, and that happened on a Tuesday. Yes, it was it was the Tuesday after Memorial Day because we got the PDF from our from our friend Sean, who's also a graphic designer, who put it together for us, and he got it to me the day after Memorial Day, that Tuesday, and I sent it to Comics Wellspring on a Tuesday with a rush order, hoping to have it by Heroes, which is the I was leaving Friday, the in two weeks, yes. and I I got that book, I got a hundred copies of our Ashcan and flyers delivered to my house by thursday afternoon they printed a hundred comics and 250 flyers and delivered them to my house in two days so it was amazing like comics wellspring you're not only getting an ad in the back of the book we're going to talk about it because that was pretty crazy um 
So why, we and had why to, would you expect that? Why would you expect to get a hundred comics? Well, we weren't. We weren't. We weren't was, expecting to have it till like the day before Heroes. So. I was even telling Kevin, I'll just you know, if it's not here on Friday by the time I'm leaving for right. Heroes, I'll stick around a little longer just to make sure we have it. But no, we brought it to Huntington with us because we got it that fast. So we put it on our table because um, James Maddox and Eric, being as, uh, the nice people that they are, said that there was someone who didn't show up and we could have their table. So we took the table and we put our stuff out on the table. Uh, a metal shark was stick. Not to use shark terms, but it was a feeding frenzy for metal yeah. shark. Bro. It was really I mean, good. People were no, super no into it. People bought like everything we had and we weren't even sure we wanted to sell them we were we talked about giving away but we're like hey we'll just go ahead and throw a sticker price on there see if they sell for here it'd be like a test run for and heroes sure did and they we sold all of them i mean granted we only had 10 but still we sold 10 books i mean it's it's in a day yeah it's 12 pages long it's 12 pages and people were not they i would they were like i would buy two of these and i was like you can buy two if you want and a guy came, no lie, a guy came back toward the end of the show to buy another Metal Shark Pro, and I'm like, sorry, man, we sold out of this. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, dude, that's all we had with us. If you're going to be at Heroes, you can pick one up at Heroes, but after Heroes, they'll probably be gone, too. We only got 100 printed, so, so. we have 90 left. So if you're, if, you're on, if you're on Metal Shark Watch, <laughs> there's 90 of them left in, in existence. So uh, if you want one, Heroes. We're doing it. We're going to have them. And if you want, and if you can, if you want the whole story, Kickstarter, July, July 3rd, Metal Shark, bro. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. And if, and if you get it from Heroes, you're going to love it. You're going to come to the Kickstarter Amped. And uh, just like I did to the podcast today, drinking smoothies and eating cauliflower pizza, baby. Yeah, that's a good life. That's how I roll. Man. Good life. <laughs> so. I right, well, thank you for listening to... Word Bros, sorry for the break, but we got really, really busy making comics. That's what's going to happen. But we'll be back uh, this week and next week and the week after that in the foreseeable future. So thank you so much, and we will talk to you soon. Good night. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com. <laughs>